Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Didn't Really Name It. In today's episode, I'm joined by Alex Williams, who has lived in Yemen for 10 years and is now assisting the Yemen response from abroad for five years. Alex also runs a podcast where he shares stories from Yemen. And in this episode, he'll be sharing his journey and some of the stories from Yemen. Let's get started. Welcome aboard, Alex Williams. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast episode. It really means a lot that you've taken some time to come out of the episode. Yeah, thanks for having me, Afan. It's always good to talk about Yemen and the Yemeni people. So before we begin the podcast, like, can you just define your journey uh, as a like uh, consultant and everything that you've done and what you do right now? That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I am a consultant. I originally went to Yemen as a consultant for the international uh, non-government organizations. So both in mm-hmm. the private sector and in non-profit. And I lived mm-hmm. in Yemen for 10 years. And then mm-hmm. recently, in to, the end of 2019, when I was uh, in Yemen, I went there a couple times and I realized that uh, the world really needed to hear the stories uh, from the Yemeni people from inside the country and from around the world. So that's a little bit of my journey on how I started to uh, tell the stories of the Yemeni people. So for the listeners of the podcast, um, Alex here runs a podcast, his own podcast, which uh, in which he talks about the stories coming from Yemen. And uh, it's an amazing podcast. I'll link it down. So... I just wanted to know, how did you begin your journey, uh, like, uh, for all of these things, traveling to Yemen, staying in there for 10 years, and how did it all begin? Well, I, you know, I started to, I started to learn Arabic uh, back <laughs> in the early 2000s, and that takes, uh, anybody who's learned Arabic realizes that that's, that takes a long time to do that, to speak it well. Uh, you know that probably from living in uh, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, you know, once I had uh, learned Arabic, I realized that there was a gap between West and East. And so there was a a kind of a niche uh, in the workforce, you know, to be able to work in program management and, you know, project management and translation sometimes and helping the West to understand what was happening in the east and helping the east to understand some of the things that the west you know was uh, was wanting for them to understand so that's how i began and then i made some trips all over the middle east i traveled in the gulf and i traveled in the levant and mm-hmm. you know inside in the back of my head i was thinking you know it would be great to go to a middle eastern country that was the in my head it was the stereotypical middle eastern country you know somewhere that wasn't yet <laughs> fully developed yep. and so I traveled uh, you know it's in the Gulf and the Levant and you know I, I saw the McDonald's and the Starbucks and all these things and so I was quite disappointed and eventually eventually a friend told me he's like have you ever gone to Yemen I said Yemen I, I don't even know where Yemen is actually mm-hmm. and so I um, I went there and I was uh I was taken back and I realized that yes this is kind of the country that in my head was was the, the traditional was the my, yeah exactly it was a traditional kind of country and wanted to understand the culture and the history that was there so that's how I began my interest in Yemen in the early days 
So yeah, you are right on that point. Your friend was right on that point. Yemen is the one that stick to its roots and uh it's not uh, reliant on uh, all the other countries like on the uh, on the western side of things. It's it uh, it uh, puts itself onto its own culture. That's what I love about it. Right. Okay. It's true. Uh can you define the uh, my only goal and my only intention as i said was to bring awareness to the uh, people listening to this podcast about uh, the situations in yemen and uh, everything about that you've listened to stories happy stories sad stories we've seen it all on the news now uh, but we i i me and the listeners we are interested in the stories from the words of the people itself so uh can you define the current situation in yemen for the listeners of podcast like what it is and like just in general yeah. what's going on sure i mean i'll assume that there's some background you know that you know yemen is a is probably the poorest country in the region mm-hmm. um you know in 2015 a you know the the KSA and a coalition of countries mm-hmm. you know began to bomb the country of Yemen and so it is now going into the 6th year and you can imagine uh after 6 after 5 years you know the country was already before the war was already devastated very you know very underdeveloped infrastructure uh it had i mean so many issues whether it was water or food so you can imagine what a war did you know to yemen i was myself i was uh even towards the after the war began i was uh, still in yemen and i visited yemen after that and i've seen for myself the the results of this you know you have uh you know you have the average yemeni person who hasn't if they do have a job they haven't had a salary in the last couple of years and so at the same time they've had the food and water increase in price and yet their purchasing power uh you know has has decreased yeah. over over the last couple of years so mm-hmm. you know they, there was a um, one side of the one side of the the war where the hosies that came from the north mm-hmm. and and uh they were the ones that took over the capital and then they eventually went down to the south in Aden and then they were kicked out of Aden and until today they have large parts of the country and so mm-hmm. they are basically fighting a war against the saudi led coalition yes uh, and on, on top of that you know recently there's these there's the southern separatists and they have mm-hmm. recently been uh you know fighting with the saudi led coalition so you have you it's a very complicated war to say the yeah. least without without going into all the different uh details on that the bottom line is you have a people who have been attacked by wealthy nations and you know they are you know at risk of going through a famine um they've had to deal with cholera a cholera outbreak which was mm-hmm. the largest cholera outbreak in the world oh, um so you can imagine before covid-19 yemenis mm-hmm. were already dealing with a lack of food security 
with a lack of water, with a lack of education, and they were dealing with cholera outbreaks and chikungunya outbreaks and other diseases mm -hmm. even before COVID-19 even began to come into the country. So that's a little bit of the situation that Yemenis are yeah. facing today. So basically, uh, Yemen is now uh, a battleground for the richer countries uh, and it's affecting uh, citizens of Yemen who <laughs> are just being indulged into this war without their will and it's affecting them economically and like every way possible. That's the thing, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, they mm -hmm. are... Uh, you know, there are these wealthy countries and they mm -hmm. are battling uh, in this type of proxy war. Uh, yep. And they are civilians that are at the, the, the one suffering, you know, whether it's the children or women or, you know, there's not a family who hasn't. Uh, it's rare that a family hasn't lost somebody um, or is definitely affected because of everything that's been happening. So, you know, now we have. Uh, COVID-19 on a global yeah. scale, but you can yep. imagine what that's like in Yemen. You know, mm -hmm. you you typically hear of uh, social distancing or you hear talk of people saying, wash your hands. So those are two things that the average Yemeni, they can't do. You know, they can't do social distancing because they work, their job is day to day. They have yep. to leave their house in order to work and they can many can't wash their hands because they don't have access to water it's just like us uh, in some parts of india we we are also seeing a, a really huge amount of increase of covid 19 and uh, daily labors are the most affected with this thing here just like that uh, i mean there it's or more worse because yeah i get it like uh, daily workers they they cannot have the practice of social distancing. They, they, they don't have the income and to afford hand sanitizers and afford safety in simple words. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, on top of, you know, even all these issues that they're facing, you know, part of that, what the podcast does at Yemen News is it mm -hmm. highlights, it highlights Yemenis, both men and women, that are resilient. So you have artists and you have videographers and you have yeah. businessmen. You have an array of different people that, despite the fact that this is happening to them, they are, yeah. you know, they are working in development or helping each other. And so this is kind of what I want to highlight in the world as well that, yes, absolutely, there's a crisis going on. But, but they the are overcoming time, it. Yeah, but they are doing their best to overcome it day by day. And I think that's the real story. It's the story of the resilient Yemeni man or woman. Amongst the stories uh, encounter or see a lot of stories, you listen to a lot of stories coming out of Yemen. Uh, can, can you tell me the, one of the most influential stories that you felt coming out of Yemen? onto the listeners of podcasts so that they get to you know one of your stories, the most influential one that you think. I mean, all of them are, but what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not necessarily the great politician or the great social media influencer in Yemen. I think it's 
the person that's day in and day out, it's the women that are out there and they day in and they day out, they are, you know, they are providing for their families. Uh, they are, prov they're walking, you know, women on average walk three to six hours. I've, uh, I've, uh, interviewed uh, women that have walked daily three to six hours one way and then they come back to do it twice a day so imagine they're doing that to provide water for their families so they can survive during the war and yet you talk to them and they care about their families they just like you know your sister or your mother they care about their families and they are day in and day out, they are providing for their families. And so I think those are the stories that people often um, don't hear about. You know, I can tell you stories of uh, journalists and they are oh. writing, you know, they're writing about Yemen and they, you know, Yemen has seen dozens of journalists killed because of the stories they're trying to tell. I think those are very important as well. And then, of course, yeah. you have, you know, you have an array of of artists, both musically and poets. You know, you, despite the war, they are writing and they are creating music and writing music and telling the story of the suffering and the resilience of the Yemeni people. So these are the kind of stories that, you know, we try to highlight on the podcast. That's amazing. <laughs> That's really amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really happy uh, to see. Uh, I think it was the first time uh, I found you from SKT Welfare. Do you know them? Okay. SKT Welfare, an Instagram yeah, page. Yeah. So I found you there. So I was really happy to listen to things, stories coming out of Yemen. Like I wanted to know about the people of Yemen, and I I think your podcast. It's the best well, for me, it's uh, it's great to you know to hear the stories from Yemenis. You know, we are bombarded by media on both sides. I mean, I hear from the Hosis. I just 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 a couple of days ago, I interviewed Amir. He was in prison. He was unjustly in prison for two and a half, two years and three months, and Oops. he was tortured. You know, he saw three of his. Three of his uh, colleagues were tortured to death. So I hear from him, and you know, at the same time, I, I I also spoke to the spokesman of the Southern Transitional Council, and I speak to people in the Abdurrabu Hadi government. And so you hear mm -hmm. from all these different sides, and some of them have political agendas, and others not. But you you do hear, in general, I hear from the Yemeni people, you know. Mm -hmm you can hear that they are overcomers, they're fighters, they're resilient. And I think that's the voice that often we don't, we don't hear in the world because we only see the news and it paints them as a victim, which is true. They are, they have been attacked unjustly, but it's like, what are the stories? What's going on? What are they doing day in and day out? That's what we need to hear because uh, we we the thing is we are plastered with the media and everything telling us what's going on and that's the reason I wanted you to like come onto the podcast and tell what's the stories from Yemen so right. I just wanted to get one more thing uh, how can we help as listeners how can we help 
to embark on your mission? Well, I think one of the biggest things you can do is, you know, it, it might seem super, you know, very easy, very small <laughs> and easy, but I think for the average person, bringing awareness mm-hmm. of these positive stories is what uh, is what the world needs to see. You know, we have, you know, you have pages that have, you know, 9 million followers because of a new brand of clothing. And I'm not saying, you know... That's wrong. You're not this, saying it's wrong. <laughs> this, yeah, I'm not saying that's the wrong thing, but I'm saying mm-hmm. the, the positive stories of these mm-hmm. Yemeni men and women and how they're fighting... And they're, you know, many people they're not they're not necessarily uh, speaking out of a political agenda, but they're speaking yep. out of their suffering, what their daily life is, and how they're making a positive change in development or how they're teaching. So I think we need to elevate those stories and help people to get out. And then you can see on our podcast we 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 put a link to everybody. You know, if somebody's doing an initiative to help young women study well we put the link on there if uh, somebody is uh, an up-and-coming rapper then we put that link on there and so maybe you were interested in supporting young women studying well you can go to that link and so we ourselves aren't necessarily we're not ourselves aren't raising money ourselves as yemen mm-hmm. news or alex williams but our mm-hmm. goal is to bring awareness to everybody that's in Yemen or outside of Yemen, you know, that's there to have a positive change inside of Yemen despite the war that's happening. That's great. Yep. Uh, I guess that's the only questions I had. Uh, and I think uh, I, I've, I got some amazing answers. And I hope the audience listening to the podcast, they got to know something new from, like, from the experiences from Yemen itself. So, yeah. Well, it's a pleasure to Thank be on you. the call with you, Afan. Yeah, no Thank problem. You. Thank we'll you. talk anytime. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, have a nice day, Alex. You too, Afan. You too. So, this is Afan from the post-edits. Now, you might have noticed that I was not in my best form during this episode. And that is because I was honestly really shook with all of the stories. I hope you guys like this episode. Please share this episode with your friends and your family to spread the real Yemen. And also check out Alex's podcast, which is seriously amazing. Link in the description. With that said, take care and stay safe. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.